Hey podcast people, Suffolk News is Kev Hurst here with our new offering, Six of the Best, where we chat to a famous face using six questions given to me by Chosen Group. And this time, I got to talk to a Strictly Superstar. Check this out. This Italian Dancing Supremo won 2021's Strictly Global Trophy with a brilliant Rose Ailing Ellis, and now he's bringing us a taste of his homeland with his solo show made in Italy. I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast Mr Giovanni Panice. Hi Giovanni, how are you? Hello, I'm good, how are you? Yeah, very well, very well. Thank you so much for doing this. So, Made in Italy is coming to Suffolk on February 23rd to Ipswich Regent Theatre, May 1st and 2nd at the Apex in Bury, as well as Lowestoft Marina Theatre on May 3rd. What can you tell us about the show? I can tell you that um, I'm about to, well, we already started, but the show is about bringing a little bit of Italian culture to my new home, which is the UK. And um, obviously now UK is home. So I want to educate uh, it a little bit, you know, the English people, what Italians are like. Brilliant. And I've seen the video um, online and it looks absolutely amazing. I mean, so people out there in podcast land, get your tickets and see this man and his team strut his stuff. So now, Giovanni, with this being six of the best podcast, the group I decided to take your six questions from are some of the biggest Strictly and Giovanni fans I know. They're my friends and family. So are you, are you ready for these? Go on then. <laughs> so great, let's get started. This first one comes from my cousin Dave. Hello out there, Dave. He asks, how did Strictly come about for you and what made you want to be part of the show? Um, hi Dave, you're listening. I know you're listening. Um, so I was doing a, um, a corporate show for BBC Studios um, with one of the professional dancers at that at the time, which was Joan Clifton. And um, we were dancing for the Backstreet Boys. Um, and the producers strictly were there, um, and uh, they asked me to be part of the show, and I said yes. No, I, I, I mean, I mean, what, what is it about the show that sort of gets you going? I think it's because it's a family show, you know, it's a show for everybody. It's a show for kids, for, for you know, for single age, uh, for every single age. So, I, I, and I think also that's the reason why the show is so, so successful as well, because people get involved in the celebrity and the journey. Yes, I say journey. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the reason why the show's successful. No, definitely. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i a massive fan, and I know somebody who else is a massive fan is my wife, Chantel. Um, she isn't just a massive fan of that. When I told her about you, she was pretty excited to hear that I'm talking to you. So uh, she just wants to know, um, on the Made in Italy tour, you know, you're showing us, obviously, a bit of your homeland. I mean, how have Italian influences shaped the way you sort of look at dance and look at life? Oh, it, obviously, I'm Italian, my friend. So basically, I spent all my life uh, being Italian. And uh, even though now I call myself English, because my my culture is is, is, is um, going towards the English side of it, um, I'm still Italian. And um, even though I lose my accent, I lost my accent. You know, I'm not anymore Italian. Uh, but still, 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 Italian is in my blood. I can't get rid of. Cool. And um, I mean, yeah, you've definitely lost the accent for sure. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, up next is my uh, my sister in law Jodie. Um, she wants. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Jodie. She uh, wants to know what style of dance uh, do you find the most challenging for yourself, and which one do you sort of find the hardest to teach? That's a good question. Well done. Um, I find difficult at my age now all the fast dances. <laughs> I used to beginners will record older and the jive and the charleston, you know, all of them. Um, 
but now obviously I'm 32 years old so speed is now my strength anymore I love an Argentine tango I love a passion dance I love I love I love those things and uh, what is the most difficult um, dance to, to teach I would say the Latins in general you know when it comes to technique um, Latin dances are more difficult to, to learn when it comes to technique Okay, okay. Talking of uh, talking of dancing, my uh, my mother-in-law Donna, who's the next one to ask a question, her and uh, my father-in-law Kev, they're taking dance lessons at the minute, and they've been doing that for a while. Um, well done to them. Yeah, and they want they want to know who's your favourite professional dancer to work with, and what makes them so great to work with. Well, that has to be my my partner in crime, Anton Dubek. <laughs> it's not a professional dancer anymore; it's a judge, even better. But Anton is definitely. Um, the person that everybody's looking at as a, as a legend, really, you know. And the reason why is, um, is because it's because he knows what he's doing. He's been there for the beginning and this is just a legend and, and a funny guy to work with. Yeah. I mean, does it help, does it help with Anton being a judge, having done the show? I mean, does it help with you guys? It definitely didn't work for me this year because I went out week three, even if Anton <laughs> was, was a judge, you know, so it doesn't really make sense. Uh, but it does, it's nice to have Anton on the, on the panel because he comes from our perspective of being a professional dancer. So he knows what we go through, um, he knows what we go through during the week, he knows what we go through when we have to teach the celebrity. So he understands that we only get four days, three days to teach a celebrity how to dance. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. Um, the next one comes from my uh, my good friend Emily Raymond. Hello, Em. Um, Hi, Em. And she wants to know um, about your winning season on Strictly. Actually, um, she asks, what were the sort of processes that you and Rose had to adopt, um, obviously due to her deafness, to learn each week's dances? And she says because they looked so effortless every week. I think me and Rose it was a, was um, special because we had the um, we had this this uh, sort of connection that is very difficult to find in, you know, in any other celebrities. And um, we adapted that, I, well, really adapted my way to teach uh, for obvious reasons. But only, only it was difficult the first two weeks, then, then it started to be normal for us, really, because more, more time spent together, more roles understood and, and learn how to read litany. So I could speak really normal and she would understand um, when it was a short conversation. When it was a longer conversation, we had an interpreter. Uh, with us and that's that's when Strictly and the World BBC team was incredible because they really look after Rose in everything that she needed so we wasn't we weren't, we weren't struggling at all no I, I agree with them you guys looked absolutely amazing and, and and you know without disrespecting the other contestants I mean you guys for me were, were deserved winners um, yeah for me too <laughs> yeah and finally um, another one from one of our good friends Claire Jones hey Claire, Hi, Claire. <laughs> she asks if you weren't a professional dancer, what would you have liked to have done instead? Were there any other ambitions? I would, I would be a prime minister. That's prime minister, sure. straight away. Yeah, hundred <laughs> well, percent. It, it, it depends. Prime minister or a king. Um, I haven't decided yet, but one of those two things for sure. No, good, good. It's good that you've got ambitions after the dancing's finished. Well, no, it's too late now, isn't it? <laughs> so, I mean, they were the six. I mean, they were the six questions. I mean, how were they for you? Oh, that was fantastic. I want to say hi to all your family and friends because they did lovely, um, lovely questions. I'm quite disappointed that none of them asked for my telephone number, but that's okay. 
Well, I was asked. I was asked a couple of questions, which I don't think are appropriate for the podcast. To be fair, so leave, we'll, leave we'll, it offline then. We'll leave, offline. we'll leave them. We'll leave them there. But um, Giovanni Panice is made in Italy. Is in Suffolk on February twenty third at the Ipswich Region, May first and second at the Apex in Brace and Edmonds, as well as Lowestoft Marina Theatre on May the third. Thank you so much, Giovanni, for, for coming so to the best, and good luck with the rest of the show. Cheers. Thank you, mate. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you like that. And thank you very much for listening and to Giovanni for coming on. Don't forget to follow Suffolk News on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, as well as listening to our other fantastic podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts too. You can also subscribe to the IM News app. Just head to suffolknews.co.uk forward slash subscribe and have a great rest of your day.